Good morning. Uh, Let me go ahead and read our text for today. Uh, It comes from Luke chapter 10, uh, verses 38 through 42. This is the word of the Lord. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Let me pray. Father, thank you for just another morning where we can gather to worship you. We, we just ask this morning that you would just give us spiritual sustenance from your word, Father. And we ask that you would just fill us with your truths and your wisdom so that we may be strengthened to live the lives, Father, that you have called us to. We just ask all of this in your son's name. Amen. Let me start this morning by just quickly summarizing this passage from Luke. Uh, I would argue that at its core, the story of Jesus's visit with Martha and Mary is a story about being badly distracted by good intentions. It's a story about a good woman with a good heart and with good intentions, Uh, but it's also a story about how easy it is to become distracted by those intentions. And it's a story about what needs to happen in order to get back on track. So so to see this a little bit more clearly, uh, I wanna walk you through this narrative verse by verse, and I'm gonna break it down into two parts. First, I want to look at the problem, this dilemma that Martha faces, and then we're going to look at the solution that Jesus offers to that problem. So first, the problem. Uh, As I said just a moment ago, uh, Jesus has entered into this village, uh, and he is welcomed into the house of Martha and Mary. Now, at this point in Jesus' ministry, he's kind of like a local celebrity. Uh, Anywhere Jesus goes, there there is a crowd that is assured to follow close behind. Uh, Jesus has his own disciples that are always with him, not to mention the hordes of people that, that are always bombarding his ministry, showing up so that they can see a miracle or because they hope to be healed themselves. So when Martha welcomes Jesus into her home, she, she already knew that this was going to be no small feat of hospitality. She knew this was going to be a lot of work hosting Jesus and all of these other guests. So, so the real dilemma here 
comes not because she invited Jesus over, but rather because after Jesus goes inside, Mary decides not to assist Martha in serving all of these guests. Instead, Mary sets down at Jesus' feet. Now, this is a radical decision on Mary's part. The, the feet of a teacher is a spot that is reserved for his disciples. And in the first century Jewish culture, women did not become disciples. That was very much frowned upon. So Martha's already overwhelming responsibilities as a hostess are now being doubled because she has to do everything alone. And and to make matters worse, it it seems that Jesus isn't doing anything to help the situation. He's not urging her sister to help her. He's letting this woman sit at his feet under his teaching while Martha does all of the work. And so at the, the height of Martha's frustration, she finally approaches Jesus, and this is what she says. She says, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Martha accuses Jesus of not caring. Uh, And it's at this point in the story, I think that readers, if you're not careful, uh, you, you can easily misunderstand this passage. Uh, There's a lot of people that that read this story and and they wrongly pit the characters of Martha and Mary against one another. They they wrongly assume that Martha's decisions to serve Jesus were wrong, while Mary's decisions to sit with Jesus are right. Uh, but, But that's not actually what this passage in Scripture is teaching. Nowhere in the story does Jesus actually rebuke Martha specifically for her actions. He never says that serving itself is wrong. In fact, if the Son of God came to your house today, I suspect that most of you would probably act in a manner similar to Martha wanting to show him that same sense of hospitality. So so the problem isn't with Martha's intentions. Her her intentions are good. The, The problem is that Martha let herself be distracted by those intentions. She she was so caught up in serving her Lord that she failed to ever take a break to set at his feet even though he was in her house. And unfortunately, this is still the case with many Christians today. Even though they often have great intentions, Christians get so caught up in the busyness of the Christian life that they too become distracted by those intentions. I I suspect that under normal circumstances, there are many of you out there that are in the church whenever the doors are open. 
you teach Sunday school, you lead worship, you, you greet all of the visitors, you pass out all of the bulletins, you serve in the nursery, you're on all the teams, all the committees, you go on every mission trip, and whenever you lay your head down on the pillow at night, you're always exhausted because you've been busy doing so many things. But before you fall asleep, patting yourself on the back, please ask yourself this. In the midst of all of that busyness, did you actually ever meet with Jesus? Did you ever talk to him? Did you, did you ever hear from him? Or, or were you so busy that you let yourself become distracted by that busyness? Church, never become so distracted serving Jesus that you forget to set at his feet to hear from Jesus. Never be so distracted serving Jesus that you forget to take the time to set with Jesus. That's the problem that we see this morning. Next, let's take a look at Jesus's solution for that problem. Uh, After Martha becomes frustrated uh, with Jesus because he seemingly doesn't care that she's been left all alone uh, with with these responsibilities and duties as a hostess, uh, this is Jesus's response to her. Starting in verse 41, Jesus says this, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Jesus says that there are many things in which you can be anxious and troubled about. Now, I don't know this morning whether you are a follower of Jesus or not, Uh, But I I know this, that if you have lived in this world for any length of time, you know Jesus's words here to be true, especially now in the midst of COVID-19. You you know that, that in this world, you will never lack for things to keep you awake at night. You know that because you live in a fallen, broken creation, there are many things in which to be anxious and troubled about. Whether it's your job, your family, your health, you don't have to go out of your way to find things to become anxious over. But, but when those troubles do come your way as they will... Please ask yourself this. Are those troubles necessary to become frustrated and angry over? Is that anxiety that you feel actually worth being anxious about? It is too easy to replace that which is important for all that seems urgent. But let me say that again. It is too easy to replace that which is important for all that seems urgent. Satan loves nothing more than to, to pile upon your plate a variety of problems, all of which 
feel urgent in order to disguise them to appear as that which is necessary, making problems and troubles in your life all appear equally important and equally necessary to overcome and resolve in order to make any kind of progress in life or in order to to feel any kind of success. But church, listen to this this morning. Hear me. You must let the gospel disrupt and destroy those distractions. Like Martha, you must let Jesus remind you that he alone is necessary. He alone do you need. In him alone will you be satisfied. Let me end this morning with just a couple of quick points of applications that come from the the final words of Jesus uh, in this story. Verse 42, uh, at the, the end of the conversation, Jesus reminds Martha of this. He says that Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Now, if you're here this morning uh, and and you're not a Christian uh, and you have not submitted to the lordship of Christ and recognized what he did on the cross for your sins, then, then know that you have not yet chosen the good portion which cannot be taken away. And because of that, you are in the precarious position of someone who is trying to build a sandcastle in the midst of an incoming tide. Your your goals in life, your aspirations, they, they may all be lofty and luxurious, but without Jesus, they are all made of sand and will all be washed away in the wake of eternity. So, so if you're not a Christian this morning, then my advice for you would to be to lay aside all that you are doing and choose Jesus who is the good portion. So... That is my advice to you if you are not a Christian. And if you are a Christian this morning, if you have been faithfully following Jesus, maybe for more years than I have even been alive, uh, my advice for you this morning is the same. Continue to choose that which cannot be taken away. Continue to choose the good portion, who is Jesus. Because it is just as possible for you too to build castles out of sand, to to enter into heaven empty-handed because you spent your career, your retirement, all of your life pursuing goals that have no eternal significance. So so understand the problem that comes from being distracted by good intentions. And more importantly, remember Jesus' solution to that problem, 
knowing that even though there is much in life to be anxious about, he alone is necessary.